a week of looting, protest, riots, chaos, com- police brutality, brutality against the police. We had all this. this protest still going to go on probably for weeks. Want y'all to be proud of that. The question we ask on this podcast is where do we go next? Okay, this is the first thing I'm talking about. I am going to give an economic report on this podcast. It will not be on this podcast after this. So, the economic report will be everybody on YouTube. It will not be on the podcast. But I'm doing it this week because I'm solo this week. And I need something to spread the time. So, we're going to do it this week. We had decent economic news. The projections were better than they were supposed to be. Even though we had miscalculations with people being places absent instead of unemployed, which which means that's not even furloughed or unemployment. They were considered absent, meaning they just didn't show up to work during this period, which made the numbers look a lot better and blossom, which this is important because it will go into the next stimulus package, the Heroes, the Heroes Act, um, the fourth stimulus pack, package, possibly your second stimulus check. That is important news. Um, so that miscalculations happen. It's still probably going to be better than expected. The reason it was better than expected is because all the forecasting is flawed. If you know forecast, it goes off the previous month to the previous year. Usually by that time, and it's an algorithm to make it work, a whole chart that shows you a thing. I don't have time to really show it on here, but that what it is. It's literally a chart that shows all the information you put you put the last year's statistics you put this year's it has a formula that's what it said um it's also flawed because it went to last month's thinking that the cares act the second stimulus well the third stimulus package was going to do things and it didn't at first of last month because most of the checks and big small business loans the ppe and all that stuff came in later which made it work out essentially for last month not out the woods most of that is thanks to the holdover consumer spending is still down minority unemployment is still down specifically my african americans so we still on the lookout we still got work to do i hope congress don't take that miscalculated information and just run with it because that could be very bad for the economy but yeah that is the stimulus news uh, do I think we're going to get a second stimulus check? Most likely. Do unemployment benefits might not be the same. They're going to negotiate that. Republicans want to give you a bunch of tax credits that won't hit to next year, so the bill will be a lot cheaper. They're looking for $1 trillion. Democrats looking for $3 trillion. Uh, You can easily get that $1,200 stimulus package in that $1 trillion thing. So that's it's not the number one thing on either person's list, Republican or Democrat, but none of them opposed to it. So, in my opinion, it's going to probably be in there because I know from what I'm seeing, Trump economic advisor, what he's saying, they're not really talking about it. But I do hear he want money in your hands to get that consumer spending up because that is vital to these small businesses because if they don't spend money, this is the way capitalism works. If you don't spend money, the market dies. 
even though capitalism is kind of a in capitalism you don't necessarily need the poor to do good because of tech the tech industry and all that but that's that's a whole nother video another whole nother long diatribe on why stock markets can just go off tech and not the working man but yeah now it's time to the big news what do we do next I know people are interested in what do we do next we protest or riot it will still go on for weeks probably more weeks because Breonna Taylor Aubrey all those devs still going on we're still fighting we're still pushing what do we do next the first thing I seen I seen interesting information today about the Minneapolis Police Department is probably getting abolished I'm hearing by the council that they will do community policing I'm very interested in this I don't think it's, I heard a lot of people say it's a bad idea. By the way, a lot of bad ideas turn into the best ideas. I don't know if y'all notice. If y'all don't know the story of most businesses, people like that's a horrible idea. Turns out to be a great idea. So I'm not judging it. I don't know how it would work to say it's going to be a bad idea. I don't know the structure, the plan. I don't know nothing about it. I'm actually looking forward to it. It's a nice, con- I, I shouldn't say this, but it's a nice control group segment it really is it's a nice control group segment where we can see how it works you know what i mean how would life be without police and community policing i hope it will be some type of like training and crisis management because that's one thing i noticed police don't have a good job at doing crisis management they are terrible at it uh but yeah basically abolishing police I don't know your thoughts below. Do you think they should abolish the police force? Uh, I'm not anti-police, but if they not need it, I don't think so. You know what I mean? I'm split because I don't know. Like, it's a bunch. I want whatever. I want the best thing for communities because often, I'm going to describe this in the next segment I'm going to do on the next policy I'm seeing. But basically, I'm interested to see how it works. Because people don't realize this, the police force was literally created not that long ago. Let me see how long it was not created that long ago. So I'm interested to see if we go back to like marshals and stuff. Like, you know how we used to have marshals, sheriffs, and how they handle bounty hunters? Uh, 18 the first city police was 1807. The U.S. Park Police was 1791. And the Met Police was 1792. Park police and mint police, if you know about that, that's more control certain areas, racism stuff. But uh, 1751, the first city police was 1751, Richmond, Virginia, 1807, New York, 1845. So you, most big cities I'm seeing in the mid 1800s started getting, um, wasn't it even though Philadelphia had it 1751, which is very interesting. It officially came in like 1844 for most places. So it really wasn't really even a police force, especially at the size and thing we had now. So I'm very interested in how that would work. Like I said, they were meant police, but if you know any history about mental police, I'm not going into that. But it wasn't really like the police. It was just like people that watched and made sure like things go down and had training blah, and all that. So I'm really interested about abolishing the police. Do I personally think it will work i 
I was planning on coming here and telling you that I didn't. But I'm curious. But taking away police completely was a no-go. But having a community, I'm interested in how they would do it. Will it be similar to the police or will it not? I'm, inter- I'm not a... I'm an experimental person. If you know me, I know most of you don't. But if you know me, I'm into experiment. I'm into thought process. I'm into experiment things. Play with it. Figure it out. Make the best thing for your people, your society. I'm for experiment. Okay, the second thing is defund the police. What I'm saying is it probably be oversight would be more so. Overhead, I mean, not oversight. Overhead. Cost because a lot of, I'm telling you, these companies get these everything, every city and stuff get like way more money than they need. So, if you defund it to like basically 350,000 police, $50,000 per, that's about $3.5 billion for New York. I'm talking about just New York, they get six billion dollars. Um, I'm pretty sure they get new equipment every month, they probably don't need it. And the thing is, how do you work it? Do you put it in? You put it toward the community, but you got to be careful because, like, Mississippi literally had $94 million given away to like famous people to come through parties that was meant to go to welfare. So, if people stealing the money and it don't go to them, it's pointless anyway. But if you can put it actually into the community and build like better housing, affordable housing, because we know increasing. The value, the look of something increases the value and businesses start coming in. And when businesses start coming in, you basically get um, more better paying jobs because it's competition. Competition, I would bring in more better paying jobs. Like economically, that's true. Better paying jobs, better community usually has less crime. It's always less crime in the community. Look at it. Look at poor people crime to rich people crime poor people even though rich people commit crimes it's usually like like i said usually still a 94 million dollars from the government but you have more violent crime from poor people because they're poor the haves and the have-nots you got to separate the haves and the have-nots but yeah it's gonna be you define it you take over the overhead you put it in the communities hopefully your goal is to establish where the communities actually improve better education better funding less crime in general less need for the police in general better paying jobs overall so the so the good good people can actually get better jobs in this i'm by the way in this most of this i am just leaving out like the racist cops because they just need to get out of here and they expose themselves and hopefully they get taken care of but yeah you defund them probably do something with the police union because no way that guy should have had 18 grievances and murdered someone and they couldn't fire him. That's insane. So you got to learn how to fix that too. But yeah, you increase the, the, the only, and it's proven to work. It has proof of concept. That's the thing. It has proof of concept that if you, that if you improve communities, there's less crime. You know what the proof of concept is? Gentrification. Gentrification is everything we're saying right now. Except they raise the rent so high black people can't stay there and they go into a worse neighborhood. So if you can find a way to get that rent down, do that and get the rent to a reasonable price. We have an amazing. I'll give you an example. Houston. Houston is the fourth biggest city in the country. It has a it is one of the cheapest places to live. Not that many, not much. 
It's not even, I don't even think I saw it in the top 25 of crime when I was looking at it earlier. I didn't even see it in the top 25 of crime when I was looking at it. And it's like places like Atlanta and all, Atlanta too, uh, Charlotte. Those are African-American communities. Well, Houston is kind of, but those are African-American communities that are doing good compared to places like Chicago. A number of crimes violent, 124,000. Yes, it is very, it's a very, it has high uh, motor vehicle theft and assault, but in terms of like violent crimes, it is very low. It's 10 for every thousand, which is very good. It does have a lot of people steal cars, but for instance, it's a really good, it's a really good example of affordable housing, big city, not an extremely high homeless rate. You know, I mean, it doesn't have like a, this extremely high, crazy homeless rate. Even though it's, it's the fourth biggest city that's going to have homeless, but it's not like insane. Like LA has an insane uh, homeless rate, but it's a Democratic mayor, Democratic led place. That's good. Atlanta, same thing. Atlanta's more expensive than Houston, but it does great. So, and it's like I said, not not very criminally led. Atlanta has probably a little more crime because it's not as cheap. But like, if you had to have again the separation of have and have nots, if the haves usually commit less violent crimes, which is vital. So, do you find the police could work? It's an option. Uh, do something like I said, and all of them do something. All of these have to do with socioeconomics, by the way. If we figure out how to fix the socioeconomics, we fix the problem. Education, things, it will be a lot less crime in this country in general. If we fix education, build an infrastructure, housing, get a get a decent level of housing, fix the inflation. The problem we are having economically as a nation, that's not just to pertain to black people, but inflation kept rising and minimum wage stayed at $5. So no one just went over minimum wage. So you just, inflation kept rising to ridiculous amount. And it put us in a horrible position right now because you honestly probably shouldn't make $15 minimum wage, but on a small business that will kill you because again, money, the amount of money you have, loan stuff, it's a lot to it. And I'll explain that in another video, by the way, but that's a, that's a big issue. Socioeconomics is a huge issue in terms of just America, not black people. The next thing we're talking about is adding more funding to the police and better training. Again, like I said, find ways to get that police union and get bad cops out, break the cop codes, have a more train. If you do that, I think you have to have a rule set where community can probably like be over them or something, where they can control. Uh, because like a lot of people have. A lot of like love for the cop. So if you just get one cop lover, they get off. Even if they like murdered four people and ran them over with cars, it's yeah. You gotta you have to have like some community type deal. Ways they can get fired if they're too aggressive. Maybe mental health people. Like, cause 
I'm telling you, seeing dead people a lot probably would mess you up, especially if you like a racist, a raging racist, and you see dead people and you get angry and you're already racist. So you see a, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it gets out of hand. So probably mental health people probably telling you that somebody's not fit to police and should probably be a detective in the room. Like, and the reason I just put out all these ideas and saying, and not like just saying which one I want, because I think you can figure out if you just put everything on the table, you can figure out what to do next. You can just figure out what's the next thing we should do. What's the next move we should make. And I think if implemented right, who knows what happened? I prefer probably the defunded effort. Just just because the abolishment, I don't know exactly what it is. And the funding police, I think we still might be here again in the future. Maybe to a less degree. Just like with the body cam, you probably hear at a less degree than we were when it felt like they were just every week the police were killing black people. Now it's like, what is it? 19 recorded times they did it. It might be more than that. You don't know what happened in the man. Like, it's kind of, I'm telling you, it's kind of crooked out there. But the schedule, what is it, 19 times they get black brain got killed or nine? It's less, but they still always get off. So you keep making those moves. They still going to happen. But you, that's why, like I said, if social economics good, you can erase stereotypes, blah, blah, blah. You still, like I said, the reason y'all say you still have it, though, is because, of course, a racist, bad apple cop who just, you know what I'm saying, just want to do some authoritative cop who don't like you disobeying him. Like, that's still going to happen. So, defunding might be the best where you can slowly, like, lower the ranks of police and get better jobs in general. So, even the good police officers who might not want to be a police can have better paying jobs, too. I mean... I mean, it's like, like school teachers make nothing. Police don't get paid, and then they get in this dangerous job, and they want to, they feel authoritative because that's the only like way to get off on the world. It's it's like a, it's a lot of issues, by the way. We can we can work through it. We're on a precipice of a change right now, and it could be good. We shouldn't be aligned in just one idea. We should have plenty of ideas and see what's worked because the danger in going with an idea is how you got the 9-3 crime bill. People don't, I'm like, you can go look it up. Black people was hip to the idea because crime was heavy in African-American neighborhoods in the 90s. And they wanted, like, get these people off the street. They are dangerous for our neighborhood. And it ended up just putting everybody off the street. Like, anybody. Especially when they started doing, like, drug busts. Like, everyone was going to jail. By the way, weed legal in almost every state. So, you can't, can't get, I'm saying everybody in jail for weed mostly, but yeah. But you have like this big crime wave that we just gung-ho about because in society, it's, it's predatorial in the jungle. It's predatorial. In the jungle, when one predator dies out or leaves, another predator usually takes his place. Let's go over it with the black community our community we had slavery we got it we good black wall street they burn it down we get jim crow that's a new predator not the same as slavery different okay we get rid of jim crow segregation we get systematic racism 
heavy policing stereotypes where it's not directly racist but it's a system of racism which by the way I will make a video on what white privilege is tomorrow and I have a lot of videos like white privilege if you're on the YouTube this will not be on Spotify and stuff but if you are on Spotify or any podcast site hit that follow button uh, we, I'm happy to have you usually I have a guest but the last two weeks I haven't really had a guest um, follow me on if you're on YouTube hit that like and subscribe I thank you give your comments below on all the videos but I thank you for being here I didn't want to forget that but yeah um, you have predatory you have just systematic racism and which is not like directly racist but it's like harbor your opportunities to get down by the way, systematic racism hurt white people too, in a way, because if you're poor, it gives you, it makes it harder for you to get out. But it's mostly to affect African Americans and people of color, and I'm gonna go over what white privilege is tomorrow. So that'll be very interesting. That'll be only on YouTube, by the way. So join the YouTube. Uh, it's gonna be the overall 99 ENT channel. If you're on Spotify or anything else, it'll be the overall 99 ENT, not the Zell May one. And then after that, I will talk about how Obama was not to blame. Obama didn't have to help the black community. Why? Why well, I give a macro or micro discussion over that and why he couldn't really. And then I'm on. We're going to try to end the week with the. Why black people don't vote Republican. It'll be very interesting. It will be a very interesting thing going. It'll be very interesting. It's going to be fun. Actually. And why? And you're going to ask why, because I don't, it's good topics. It's good. Th- it's good for a thought. I should say great for a thought, but back to what we do next. Um, for now we protest, we keep, we keep grinding. We keep protesting. We keep fighting the good fight. We keep going out there and figuring out plans, figuring out plans. You know what I mean? We planning. The world seems to be on with Black Lives Matter, so we plan. We don't just go with whatever someone told us. We figure it out. We figure out what's the next predator. What's the next? I'm, I'm not really calling police predators in a way, but at the same time, it is. It's like systematic racism is the predator, not necessarily the police, but the police violence and police and the prison system is a predatorial thing on black people. So it's not just the police it's like a small bit of everything together is the overall thing which I will explain in a white privilege video tomorrow but what's the next thing that might cost us it could be abolish the police could be crime could not be crime could be something else could be ultra gentrification I don't know what it is you didn't like people didn't see systematic racism after Jim Crow so that is important but yeah where do we go from here um we plan we organize we get a structure we figure out how to help our communities we create a socioeconomic structure where crime is lessened and it's less have and have nots even though their people will still be having more have um is socialism now i don't know socialism could be turned bad too is capitalism also capitalism not been a friend of black people due to allowing laws to pass a lot of sliding around the ownership with um, corporate 
talk where you board members corporation board members that's how you that's how you get around monopolies which was meant to never happen in the first place because when you monopolize you dominate the market we dominate the market that lessens the chance of freedom because there's less jobs and less competition less competition means less pay because if i own the market i don't have to pay you as much for instance if i'm amazon and there's no other delivery service or shipping service i don't have to compete with you so i can pay you what i want the same same with walmart walmart paid slightly better than most grocery stores put them out of business but now they don't have anybody else to go against they so they pay is still the same like that's the economic structure we're under right now could it be fixed yes would it be hard because it'll be a fight yes is social could socialism be down some? yes but could socialism also go bad yes because it's a system made by humans and humans can twist the system in the way they want that's the problem if humans want to be selfish that's in charge they can be selfish for instance like i said again mississippi auditor reported 94 million dollars that was meant to go to report that didn't that would happen in socialism too why because the government would be in charge of it and if the government want to spend money on fancy parties and fake visits from celebrities and give them money and they don't have to show up the government do that both socialism is run more by the government um one thing i don't like before i end this is this weird white guilt thing like i don't need you bowing toward me like this is this is a topic i want to just get off on before like bowing to me is weird like i hope i'm not the only person that thinks like someone just randomly bowing towards you is not weird to you like i'm not god or anything i'm just a regular human being i don't want no one to hate being them right i can be mad at you but you don't have to hate yourself that is a that is a weirdness that i don't understand a moral high ground thing in which you feel bad which it's okay to feel bad about something but when you start bowing this gets this gets real weird but at the same time we just need to love each other man the world is going crazy right now the races are really angry and I don't care about that I kind of like that I kind of enjoy that Again, that Republican on why the black people don't vote Republican gonna be real fun for me this week, and I'm gonna talk about that later. So I don't want to spoil that right now, but yeah, man, we gotta learn to love each other, and that's for, and that's for that's empathy, man. Not making it about winning. Everything's about winning now. Why is everything always so much about winning? I have to win because I'm right. I'm right. This is this is a fact. Sometimes it's okay to lose. That will also go into my video Thursday, but I'm going to say it here too. Sometimes it's okay to lose. I'm going to expand on that on Thursday or Friday whenever I make that video, but it's okay to lose. Sometimes losing is a win. Sometimes you give up your king in chess to win the overall battle. Sometimes is you always don't have to be macho and winning. You can be a leader. You can be empathetic. You can be loving. Pre- President, be loving. You don't have to. I'm strong. The world don't need you to be strong right now. The world is weeping. 
people don't have jobs. 40 million unemployed. They don't, they don't need you to be strong right now. People are sad. People are angry in the streets. They are rioting. They are protesting. They are sad. They don't need you to be strong and tough. They need you to be empathetic. And to people who don't know what Black Lives Matter is and just think it's some social construct by the left. People just want you to be empathetic. They've been wanting you to be empathetic for years. Not white guilt. Not <laughs> empathetic. Just say, yo, put your hands around me. <laughs> we are supposed to be a family. We're American. We're supposed to be together. Show it. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is the pie today. We kind of short today. Like I said, I didn't have a partner today to um, discuss things with. But that's mostly what we're going to talk about today. Um. We had fun today. I hope I hope I had like in, in, um I hope I help some people with a little things on what we do next. There's some more things we gotta discuss and figure out what we what to do next with. But we keep pushing. We could pushing. We out here. We gonna be alright. We just gotta keep pushing forward. I love you. La Alpha is gone. What's new 99? Hit that like button and subscribe button. If you're on YouTube, hit that follow button. If you are on any of the podcast sites, Spotify, um, Anchor, anything else, I freaking love you, Alphas. Rest easy. We still got we still got a lot of work to do. We're trying to make this country the best country it can be and not burn it to the ground, which I feel like a lot of people want to. White supremacy, everybody won't race war. It's crazy out here. Love you. Peace.